You're listening to the System Save Me podcast, episode number 186. Today, we're talking about how to speed up writing your sales page. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to bring you this guest today. I basically bought all of her products in like 24-hour period. So I was like, clearly I should probably have her on the podcast uh, to share her goodness with everyone else. I'm really enjoying her stuff and I think you will too. So Miss Amanda, how are you doing today? I'm doing so good. I'm so glad that you asked me to be on the podcast. I had like just reached out to you like a few days before and then yeah, you bought a few of my products and yeah, I'm just glad you reached out. Yeah, it's so perfect. It's so perfect. So before we get into what we're going to talk about, go ahead and tell people a little bit about you and your business. Yeah. So I'm a sales page designer, slowly transitioning to more of just like an online marketing strategist, just helping people. The two things that I help people do is get more leads for their business and build an engaged audience and then turn that engaged audience into consistent revenue, be able to make consistent revenue from their audience with digital products and productized services. And yeah, I'm over at Amanda genther.com. If you want to learn more about me, my website's getting a little bit of a refresh right now, but you can find some good stuff over there right now. But yeah, that's me. Yes. Awesome. All things sales pages, which is exactly what we're going to talk about because listen, Amanda, I've sold over 25 different offers in the past three years. And to think about how many sales pages I've written, it makes me want to like semi-vomit. So... (laughs) And here's the thing. Do I feel like it's gotten faster? No, I don't feel like it has. So that's why I came to you was like, let me just get somebody else to just tell me how this is supposed to happen because clearly I don't have the best system for it. And so I love that we're going to talk about how to speed up writing your sales page because it can take forever. So what is your business? And again, I guess I just gave my own testimonial, but what are your clients' businesses looking like before they implement this? Like how long are sales pages taking them? Are they even doing sales pages? Like what are the people up to? So where my audience currently is right now is they are service providers who are trying to transition over to selling digital products. So most of the time, they have never even created a sales page before. This might be the first sales page that they're creating, or even if they have created sales pages before, like you said, it just doesn't get any easier because you really like for every new product, you feel like you have to start from scratch. So I've been doing, I've been writing and designing sales pages since 2013 was my first sales page project that I've done. And over the last, what, seven years, I like you start to realize that there's a formula, there is a flow to a sales page that works. So what I did was I turned that into basically a templated system. Now, when people hear me say template, they're like, oh, you're writing my sales page for me. And no, that is not what I'm doing. But what I'm doing is I'm basically providing a structure to your sales page so that you don't have to think about like, oh, what do I write next? What do I write 
next? Okay, I've got that section done. Now, what do I write next? It just basically tells you, okay, go into this little piece. It's basically writing prompts to get your like words on paper so that you're not just staring at a blank screen. But yeah, so a lot of my students right now, it's taking them way too long to write sales pages. And the worst thing is that sometimes they're not even launching or they're not making as much money because they're just like, I'm just not going to create a sales page. So either that means that they just don't end up launching their offer or it means they're not making as much money because they don't have somewhere to send people to. And then what that turns into is them showing up on Instagram every single day trying to sell this offer rather than having something to send people to. They're showing up saying the same thing over and over again rather than having a place to actually link people to. So that's what I'm seeing right now before people work with me is just like stress and chaos and just like overwhelm. It's really the biggest thing is overwhelm. Oh, totally. And here's like sales pages are so important. They basically replace the ability for like you to not have to talk to every single person that's going to buy your product. And so it can feel daunting because it's like, this is like me in a page. (laughs) So, (laughs) So I love that you have a system, a formula, a process for people to actually be able to just like, it feels like such a what is it? Stream of consciousness, I guess they call it, where like your order makes so much sense because you really do start with the easiest stuff and like then pull out to kind of like making the harder stuff, which is like the top of the page. The like it already is flowing because you've already done the other sections, which I love. But anyway, so let's get into your steps for speeding up writing your sales page. So go ahead and walk us through. Okay, so the process that I teach to my students is because the biggest, I guess, like problem that we're all facing is we open up this blank Google Doc or wherever you're writing and you feel completely overwhelmed because you're like, oh my gosh, how do I sum up everything I want to say into this one sentence that you want to put at the top of the page, which is called your opening headline? It's the most important sentence on your page because basically, When someone lands on your sales page, that's going to be the first thing that they see, which means that that's going to be their deciding factor of whether or not they're going to keep reading or they're going to bounce off the page and go do something else, right? So when people open up their blank Google Doc and they're like, okay, what do I say? What do I start with? What is that really important sentence? It can feel really intimidating and really overwhelming. So what I've been doing for a few years now, and it's just helped me like when I'm just writing my own sales pages is, I mean, the first thing before I even open up my blank Google doc is I answer a series of questions, basically getting everything out of my brain onto paper about what my product is, who it's for, what that big result is, what are the features, what are the prices, like all of those details that you have in your head about this offer that you're going to be selling, get those all down onto a piece of paper. And I have a 21 questions worksheet that I include inside of my Slayer sales page, which is included with the template, which just helps you journal all of those things down. So first you do that. So then the second step after you are done getting all of those details down onto paper is to now you want to open up that blank Google doc and now it's time to actually start writing. But instead of starting at the very top of your sales page with the opening headline, which is, you know, super crucial and you're going to intimidate yourself by just like opening up a like Google Doc and just knowing what to say because most of us don't know what to write right away, is you want to actually start in the middle of the sales page, which is where we're diving into the details of your offer, which is everything that you just wrote down. So 
pre-journaling all of those answers before you even open up your blank Google Doc is going to save you so much time because basically now what we're doing is we're taking all of those answers and we're just putting them into like a story format on your sales page. So like I said, I recommend starting at the middle of your sales page where you're introducing your offer. So introducing course name, this is what it is, go into all of the details, what are the major results of them you know, working with you through this course, what's included, what are the details, what are the features, going all the way down through the investment section, the guarantee section, getting all of that down first, like writing it all down. Then the third step is to then write the end of your sales page. So the end of your sales page is all about overcoming objections. So at this point, if your reader is already down this far, they're pretty interested in your offer, but they probably have a few concerns that are popping up in their head as they're reading your sales page. So the end of your sales page is all about like overcoming those objections and telling them, not trying to convince them. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions about sales pages is that your sales page is there to convince them to purchase. And it's not like your sales page is there to basically coach them into deciding whether or not this is is a good offer for them. So the ending part, the last third of your sales page is all about just overcoming those objections, whether or not like uh, price is a factor, time is a factor. What does it look like? Again, like what does their business look like in a year if they don't make a change, if they don't solve the problem that they're currently dealing with? That's what the last half of the sales page is all about. It's just figuring out what are they dealing with, what's popping up in their head, and then overcoming that. Then once you have the middle and the end section of your sales page done, that's when you're going to jump back to the very top of the sales page and really dig into what is your customer, like what is that big problem that they're dealing with right now? What does a perfect solution look like for them? And really, again, this is where you're really like crafting out that story. This is where you have to do a little more research on who your ideal customer is, what words they're actually using to describe their problem. A lot of this first third part, the beginning section is what I call it, can actually be written by your ideal customer. If you have conversations with them and ask them these questions, they can basically write your sales page for you, but you have to be listening and you have to be taking notes and making sure that you're paying attention to what they're actually saying and the words that they're using to describe their problems and their perfect solutions. So anyways, that first part, the beginning section is really where, you know, you're going back again to that opening headline, then you're digging into the problems, then you're digging into what that solution looks like. That's the hardest part to write. Those first three sections of your sales page are the hardest part to write. And that's why I saved them till the very end, because likely as you're writing the rest of your sales page, you're going to have thoughts and like sentences and words and like phrases pop up in your head as you're writing. You're like, okay, that would be really good for the opening headline, or this would be really good bullet points for the problems that they're facing. And you can just pop to the top of the sales page, take down some notes, but then go back down to where you were writing before. So that's why I do it that way. It's just because I feel like when you try and start at the top of the sales page, you just like, you stop yourself, right? Like you hit this bank and you're just like, okay, I don't know what to do. Deer in headlights type of like feeling. And if you just like get that snowball rolling and start with the middle, write the end, I feel like then you have so much more motivation to then finish the top of the sales page. Yeah, exactly. Like I just avoid writing. Like I definitely do not like writing sales pages. Well, for, let me just start off. I don't like writing period, <laughs> which is hilarious because I got a journalism degree, but it is what it is. And so I'm like, what in the world? Like whatever, that's a whole nother tangent. But, and so that headline is what's so daunting 
And like I see the top of the page and your brain automatically wants to write the headline because as a systems person, I like to do things in order. So I've like, you know, with your like product and stuff, just being like, okay, there is a new system and this is the system middle and beginning. And that's okay. Because I think most people are just wired like top from bottom. Like that's how you do it. So I love how refreshing it is to just be like, no, just start with the easy stuff first, (laughs) which is like introducing my product and then like go from there. So when I'm writing sales pages, I find that I repeat myself, I feel like 1700 times. Are there ways that you found that are really helpful for people to one, try and say the same thing different ways? Or is it really okay to be like repeating yourself 1700 times? <laughs> yeah, I feel like, so yeah, 1700 might be a stretch, you know, but... <laughs> So if you are repeating yourself that many times, you know, yeah. So I feel like on a sales page, they tend to be really long, right? And the chances of someone actually reading every single word on your sales page is super slim. I mean, there are people in your audience who are going to read your entire sales page. That's just how they are. I myself, I'm a skimmer. So I really look at like the main headlines and the bullet points. That's what I look at. And everybody's different, right? So I say, yes, you are going to repeat yourself a lot on your sales page because there are only so many ways that you can say the same thing. What I would encourage you to do is one, use a thesaurus. So don't use the same words. Try and mix up those words because when you do that, you're going to allow it to be heard by different people. Like they're going to hear things different ways. Maybe that's the way that they need to hear it. I'm even referring to the way that you refer to what you do specifically. So a lot of the times when I'm talking even about creating online courses, digital products, memberships, mastermind, stuff like that. I use all of those different words in all different ways because some people might consider it creating an online course. Some people might consider it creating a digital course. Some people might consider it digital product. Whatever it may be, they refer to it in different ways. So making sure that you talk about it in those different ways is really important. So I feel like that's one easy way to make sure that, yes, you're saying the same thing, but say it in a slightly different way each time so that different people can like really grasp onto what you're trying to say. Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering, but are stuck in overthinking everything? You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I've built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one-day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast-only pricing of $37 for this two-hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one-day virtual intensive. Since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one-day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. So join me and stop dealing with the late night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep again, you catch my drift. Head on over to systemsamey.com slash pod bootcamp. That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. All right, back to the episode. With that also comes obviously the design part, which is where like you started and now you're doing kind of a little bit of both is, you know, I've heard about different opportunities to kind of like, 
I don't know, make it more interesting to the eye essentially. And so like the obvious thing is like bold and bullet points maybe, but are there other things or other ways that you can like zhuzh up your page or like make sure that those different areas are, or sentences even are highlighted more than others? Yeah. I actually have a whole free course that dives into 10 sales page secrets that are really specifically to like the formatting of your sales page. So definitely check that out. That's at amandagenther.com forward slash secrets. But that course is completely dedicated to exactly like this question is basically how to make your sales page easy to read, like how to format it so that it's easy to read. Because even though I am a designer by trade, I am a firm believer that your copy is the number one most important thing on your sales page and design is there just to enhance the copy and make it easier to read. I used to not admit that, but I'm getting over myself now. So <laughs> we all have to get over ourselves in one way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yes, there are definitely ways to like be able to format your sales page so that it's easier to read. A couple just off the top of my head that are really easy to implement is when it comes to your text on your page. So yes, use bolding, use italics, use different formatting to be able to like draw people's eyes to certain sentences or certain words in your copy. But also another really important thing to do is the length of your paragraphs on your sales page. So what a lot of people tend to do is write in these really large chunks of text, right? Because I feel like that's how we learned how to write essays and whatever reports and stuff like that. But the way that we read easier are just short choppy sentences, basically how we talk. That's how we best read a sales page. So my tip is to never have a paragraph that's more than five sentences long. Honestly, I like to keep my paragraphs at around three sentences long, no more than that. And then as far as like make sure that every section has a header. So make sure that every single section is starting with some sort of header. Because like I mentioned earlier, I am a skimmer. I'm kind of scrolling down the sales page and I'm getting the majority of my information from your headers and your bullet points. So make sure that every header really clearly like communicates what you're going to be talking about in that section. You should never have a section on your sales page that doesn't have a header, that doesn't tell them like, this is what we're going to be talking about in this section and really like draws their eye in. So those are two things definitely recommend that you do. The other one I recommend you do is if you're going to be using images on your sales page, if you're using images with text, one really easy way to make it so that your reader's eye kind of like flows down the page is to make sure that you're alternating your image and your text. So for example, at the top of your sales page, if you have an image on the left side of the screen and your text is on the right side of your screen, the next section down don't have, don't do the same thing switch it up, do that pattern interrupt where then right below that section, maybe you have the image on the right hand side and the text is on the left side or you're centering the text on that section. And then the section below you switch it up again. So just make sure that you're alternating it enough to where people's eyes aren't just going to glaze over the sales page. You have to like give them something to grab onto so that they stop and they actually read the copy. So those are three pretty easy to implement tips that you can take like to any sales page that you even have right now and just make sure that those three things are implemented on there just to make it easier to read. Totally. 
And kind of lastly, as you touch on a lot in your products about digital mock-ups, and I didn't realize the power of digital mock-ups until I really started to like add them in like slides for like webinar trainings and stuff like that. And they make a world of a difference. Like, why do you think that is? I think it's because most of the times what we're selling, like you and me, for example, and probably most of the people that are listening to this right now, we're all selling digital products. We're not selling anything that you physically get in the mail. And it's really easy to put a value to something that you can actually like touch and hold in your hands. And it's really hard to put a value to something that you can't hold, that you can't touch, that you can't see. It's just there, you know, especially before someone even purchases and like experiences that transformation or those results. So I think the digital mock-up really serves as like showing the value for something that you can't touch. Like, so it's basically taking what we do as something super intangible and digital and putting it into more of like a physical form that people can really like, that's just how, again, how we've been trained to put a value on things. I think the mock-ups just do that. They make something that's intangible, a little more tangible to the eye, to the person so that they can put the value on it. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. So what are some tools that either we can create digital mockups or build our sales pages or anything for sales page goodness? Yeah. So I mean, hands down Canva. I mean, that's just the easiest thing and most of us use it and most of us have it. So if you are using Canva already, they've actually made it really easy to create mockups now. They didn't used to have this, but now they actually have like MacBook mockups and iPads. If you go into frames under the elements and then under the frames, you'll find the different pieces there that you can literally just drag your screenshot, take a screenshot, drag it into the image and it will place it right inside of your MacBook. Another one that I really like is called Smart Mockups, which actually is integrated with Canva. So if you have a Smart Mockups account, you can basically save it in Smart Mockups and then it will pull it up inside of Canva for you so that you can just pop it onto your artboard. So those are my two favorite tools for creating mockups. That's like any mockup template that I create, I just make it for Canva. I know how to use Photoshop. I'm trained in Photoshop, but Canva is just so easy, like for everybody. So I'm just like, no, just use Canva. <laughs> I use Canva. I'm seriously considering getting rid of my Photoshop oh my gosh. account and like my, because I'm just like, I just use Canva for everything. It's so easy. So for sure, those smart mock-ups in Canva are hands down the best resources to create it. Totally. And so then for overall sales pages, do you have recommendations on WordPress, Kajabi, lead pages? Like, does it matter? Yep. So honestly, like I'm a firm believer that use what you have. So my preference is like, I use WordPress for everything. So my preference is WordPress and I love the Elementor builder, page builder. That is hands down my favorite. I have tried them all. I seriously have. And <laughs> Elementor is my favorite one. So that's what I use to build all of my client sales pages. My entire site is built on Elementor. I love it. I also use and love Kajabi. I host my courses on Kajabi and they have a great sales page builder 
just a great page builder in general that they just recently updated, which just makes it like before it was a little bit of a pain in the butt. And now their page builder is so much better. So those are the two platforms that I use and love. And then of course, too, if you don't have a WordPress site and you aren't like super comfortable with building sales pages wherever, like whether you use Squarespace or show it or something like that, then I recommend lead pages as well. Cause again, it's just a really easy drag and drop page builder. Yeah. Amen to easy. And so obviously we've been talking a lot about the different products and I'm obviously very familiar with them. What is again, a product that if somebody's like, okay, can I just have the templates for Elementor or Kajabi? Can I just have support around writing my sales page? Totally tell them where to go because it's awesome. And again, I bought it so and I'm using it and it's awesome. So go ahead and tell the people all about it. Yeah, so I basically took the last seven years of sales page experience and bundled it up into this low ticket offer that I have, which is just like, it's crazy. When you guys see it, you're gonna be like, why are you selling this for such a crazy low price? So basically it is my entire sales page template. That's going to walk you through all 14 sections of your sales page. It includes writing props and it prompts. It includes examples. And yeah, it's just walks you through the headlines. It walks you through the body copy, everything. So that again, you're not just opening up a blank Google doc and asking yourself, what the heck do I write? It's going to tell you exactly like what to write in this section and just like help you with the flow of it. But then it also includes some other additional resources to help you write your sales page super fast. So it has an opening headline generator where you just plug in a couple, like some, I think it's like 10 questions it asks you, like who are your ideal customers and like what topic are you helping them with? And basically what it will do is populate over 30 opening headline ideas for you to play around with. Because when you're writing your opening headline, we didn't even touch on this, but I recommend ha- like testing and like writing down, brainstorming at least 15 to 30 different headlines for your opening headline, just to kind of like start pulling stuff out of your head because you never know what you're going to write. So anyways, it helps with that because I know that that's one of the biggest struggles with your sales page is that opening headline. It also has a sales page scorecard. So you can go through and you can answer a few questions on does your sales page do this? You can just do yes or no. It's like a spreadsheet. And then on the next tab, it will tell you based on your answers, what are some things that you can do to improve the conversions on your sales page? Those were really fun to create. I had to do a lot of Googling to create those spreadsheets. Uh, Seriously, I was going to (laughs) say. I'm not a spreadsheet whiz, but I am super proud of those two things. And then, yeah, it just has a few other resources. It has the 21 questions workbook that we mentioned to help you basically get all the details of your offer down on paper. It has a sales boosting trifecta, which walks you through three different things that are really easy to implement that can seriously boost the conversions on your sales page. So it will walk you through those three different, like basically secret weapons that I use on all of my sales pages. And it has the digital mockups as well, like some templates, five or six different versions that you can use in Canva to create a mock-up for your sales page. Yeah. So that is called, that's Slayer sales page. And that is only $37. So you can get all of that for $37 over at, or actually we're going to include the link, right? You'll include the link in the show notes. And then you also mentioned the template. So let me just like tell you guys how to get access to those. So by the time this airs, I very well could have my template shop launch. I hope I have my template shop launched by the time this airs, crossing my fingers. However, you are going to get a super great deal. Like once you do purchase Slayer sales page, you're going to get an opportunity to get my landing page template bundle, which is 22 
pages, like page templates, and it includes sales pages, opt-in pages, webinar registration pages, replay pages, all kinds of stuff for 97 bucks. So you can grab that after you purchase Slayer sales page, and that is for both WordPress and Kajabi. So if you're a WordPress user or a Kajabi user, get the templates, upload them to your site, plug in your copy and your images, and you're ready to launch. Good to go. Awesome, awesome. And so lastly, where can people find you for more of your goodness? So interwebs, all the places. Yeah, so you can go to amandagenther.com. That's my main website. And then I'm basically on Instagram every single day, just at amandagenther. Yeah, and I would love it if you guys came and said hi, that you listen to the show, tag me while you guys are listening, and I'll pop in your messages and say hi. Yes, that'd be awesome. All right, thank you so much, Amanda, for just like dropping so much knowledge. And guys, seriously, again, her stuff has saved me so much time. And I've written a lot of sales pages, and like it, totally has helped with some additional stuff that I'm coming out with. So go check out Slayer sales page. Again, all links will be in the show notes. And thank you again, Amanda, so much. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for listening to the System Saved Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.